What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy Sylvester Stimley, also known as Sly. Welcome back to Keeping the Kingdom, baby. Hey, let's go. Today is going to be special. But before we jump into this and before I introduce my guests, I just want to remind you that Keeping the Kingdom is not just a saying, it's a lifestyle. So it's better if you die. And today, um, man, I'm not going to take up too much time because I want you to introduce yourself. But today I have a very special guest to get uh, today. And um, we just got finished doing a little worship pre-pod, something I enjoy doing. And, uh, and man, today I have Mr. Monty Thompson. Um, but you go by Monty. Your government name is Emmanuel, right? Yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah. hey, uh, Monty, what I would love for you to do is I would love for you to just tell um, our viewers, my guest, um, who you are, and, uh, and then, man, we're going to jump into how we met, and then I just want to talk a little bit about your testimony and what God is doing. So, Monty, uh, let, let, our, let our guests know who you are. All right, let's do it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so my name is Emmanuel Montgomery Thompson. That's my full name. Uh, Monty comes from Montgomery. My mom started calling me that like three years old. Um, but yeah, I uh, grew up in uh, South Dallas, born in South Dallas. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. South Dallas. Yeah. South Dallas. So there's a place called the Birth Center. Okay. Hospital. Bring that, bring that mic a little bit closer to yeah, you. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Here we go. Is that good? Yep. Right here, like right. Okay, so okay, so yeah, yeah. It's a place called the Birth Center, so not a hospital. Um, I have four siblings. Uh, hey, y'all run deep, bro. Y'all yeah. run deep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's like a it's a force, a unit, a unit. Uh, nah. Um, twenty-one year old sister Mariah, seven uh, seventeen year old sister Jaden, fifteen year old brother Winston, eleven year old. Let's sister. go, Mariah, Jaden, Winston. Let's go. Yep. And then Jenna is the baby. The baby. 11, she's getting big on us. Let's go. Got to be taller than all her sisters. Uh, not us, though. You know, not <laughs> us. But, yeah, like I said, I was born in, in South Dallas, like, close to, like, uh, Oak Cliff or, like, between Deep Ellum and, like, Oak Cliff, that area. Okay. Uh, You're in the heart of Dallas. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, lived in Duncanville for seven years, moved to Grand Prairie, lived there for the rest of my life, uh, still, still living in that area. But yeah, DFW is home. Okay. Uh, for me, uh, my siblings and I grew up homeschooled uh, until I was about sixth grade. Um, you throw some charter schools in there too when I was in uh, third and uh, fourth grade. Uh, but yeah, a lot of homeschool. So mm. a lot of people don't know that. But yeah, I was homeschooled for okay. a Okay. Um, and I loved it because I mean, I had a lot of siblings. So it was never like lonely or never a dull moment because uh, uh, we kind of kept each other entertained. Mm uh yeah so yeah y'all kept each other entertained but i bet i bet the parents were just like man <laughs> <laughs> give me a break yeah they're gonna be they're gonna be watching this and they're like yeah it's it entertaining but it's also it's something else like, hey, like bro, let's run his own defense else. right there <laughs> you know for real yeah so so let's um let's kind of talk real quick so I, I met you what year was that your junior year or something was that junior My year soft or not, sorry, why did I say that? Uh, senior year. I senior think. year, okay. It was, it was like right when senior year started. So at that time, you're at Lake Ridge High School. I had already been kind of working with your high school as far as like a chaplain prior to COVID. Um, we had never met, so you were there. Were you there 2019 and all that? Were you there high school? Yeah. So okay, so we had never met. 
Right. And it wasn't until the school shooting happened that we met. I don't yeah. know, you, you remember this, right? Mm-hmm. So I saw a picture the other day. I have a picture in my phone. Okay. So there's a shooting you at Timber. Uh, you know, yeah, we might do that. So there is, it, it's crazy. So I go there, and at this time, I'm an intern at my, at my previous church. Okay. And I'm with my, the, the guy that's the youth pastor. Yeah. So me and him come. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we are, so I'm an intern at that time for the youth pastor. Okay. We come to an assembly at the football stadium, and you get up to speak, had never met you. And you're like making eye contact. And I'm just like, why is this dude looking at me? <laughs> and as soon as you finish, you walk, you beelined. Who are you? I'm like, who's this little dude trying to flex on me? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Ask me all these questions. Like, who are you? I'm a grown man. Right? And so I'm thinking to myself, who is this kid? Just rolling up asking me who this is. Right? And so, uh, man, that was our first time meeting. And, and what, I, what what is... <sighs> I don't want to I don't want this to sound insensitive but this is the privilege we get um by obeying where God tells us to go the where kingdom connections happen. Mm. Had I chose not to go and serve my youth pastor at the time as an intern if I'm like man I don't want to go cuz I'm not speaking cuz he you know he just asked me to come along. I could have been like well if I ain't getting the mic why am I going? You know what I mean? And so here you are being asked in that, in that moment to speak to your peers and speak to the community. And I'm being asked to serve. And because of that, we had an opportunity to have a kingdom connection. And I think that is so awesome that we were able to have a kingdom connection then that now has transpired through FCA. We've had an opportunity to do some connection with BNC. Um, we we they know what BNC is. They don't, but we'll get to it. Okay, right. <laughs> um, we also have the same church home now. Yep, yep. FCA camp. I mean, like just the kingdom connections because of obedience. Right. Like, I'm thinking, like, that picture is a picture of you, but it reminds me to never despise moments of obedience. Amen. Because I'm telling you, there were moments I, I, were, I remember of that day saying, why am I going to this? But that was my flesh mm. that needed to die in a moment to say, you're called to serve him in this moment. Absolutely. Here's what's crazy, and you don't know this. Nobody, nobody really knows this. The day that that shooting happened, guess where me and him had just walked out of doing the FCA Bible study? Was it Timberview? It was Timberview. No way. Same floor, not too far from where that happened. We had wow. just walked out to school from doing a Bible study right before that happened. So we're standing on the sidewalk having this post-Bible you know, post study conversation. I get in my car. And then I get notified that that happened minutes later. Yeah, I, didn't, I did not know that. So again, the kingdom connection, but kingdom connections only happen when you have a kingdom mindset. And kingdom mindset will lead to kingdom relationships that lead to kingdom connections that then equal kingdom impact. 
Amen. So I'm grateful that God crossed our paths. It was, it was not a great meeting that we met, but God worked that out. His, like his, his word says, he works all things for the good of those who are called. Right? And yeah, so amen. he connected us through obedience. Yes. Um, I mean, I was reading this verse. Uh, I just want to share this with our, with our, with our friends. Just my gratitude. Um, so thankful for God. It's Ephesians 3, 7. It says, by God's grace and mighty power. This is grace that, that got us there that day. Mm. I have been given the privilege. We both have been given the privilege of serving him. So that day, we're serving God doing a Bible study. Spreading the good news then that connected me and you with the privilege. We, we, we were connected. And now we've been serving God together, spreading the good news. Mm. Yeah, yeah. This just came to me right before we sat down and started talking as well as we were talking. Like, wow. Okay, Lord, let's go. Let's go. Um, so that was, that was our introduction, man. I mean, like, you can't make that stuff up. I'm so grateful that we've had just this opportunity to really um, allow God to move in such a mighty way um, in and through our connections. And again, now we're doing church together. You know, yeah. you hear home from, where are you from? Where, I mean, where, where you hear home from? I mean, you, you've been gone and you just got back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so um, this is my second year attending GCU, Grand Canyon University. Let's go. Lopes up. Yes, uh, that ain't uh, no gang sign for all the hey, hey, hey don't it, don't it's, it's don't it, lopes. we don't want the smoke it's just the <laughs> lopes uh we went from talons to lopes okay lake ridge state ridge to grand canyon university uh yeah so um i'm a i'm a business major worship ministry minor uh and i got a little over a year left there yes sir and, and then uh, we'll see where the Lord carries me next. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm loving it out there. Is is show is hot? That's for sure. Uh, I mean, Texas gets hot in the Let's, summer. But hold on a second. Let's for, for those that don't understand what what show is, because you know, he, he, show. Some of them are like, what is show? Show is hot. Um, let's let me do it this way. That means that it is very hot, inclement weather out there. All right, let's go back. <laughs> They can be like, what's a show? What, what show is hot? There's a show that's hot? No, it's not, it's not an actual show. Nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it gets, it gets hot. Like, right now, I guarantee you it's like 70 there. It, that's wild. Yeah. Um, I, I've grown to uh, l like the heat a lot more. Um, and I, I had to train in it a lot because uh, I started at GCU running track. Um, um, so, yeah, I'm not running there anymore this year. A little backstory on that. I ran a track um, all four years in high school, and I got the opportunity to walk on at GCU. And so I walked on at GCU. Um, it, was, um, it was a great first year. Um, just like uh, I loved getting that experience. However, I did uh, fracture my uh, toe um, in December of okay. 2022. And so I had to miss all of indoor season, which was pretty tough because uh, I felt like um, – like, I was just in really good shape to make some big things happen, reach that scholarship standard uh, to have a scholarship for the next year. Um, but that kind of impeded that progress. Um, so that that was tough. Um, 
But I will say I'm grateful for it because uh, in that time, uh, a lot of the things that were uh, preventing me from me being able to be like social and uh, spend time with people. Uh, now I was able to do that. And uh, that allowed me to have a lot of uh, just great memories and um, moments that uh, I'm super grateful for. Even like just being able to go home on weekends sometimes because I wasn't at meets. Mm. Like it was, it was truly a blessing. And I'm going to get to another reason why that's uh, pretty huge in, in a minute. But uh, I ended up um, rehabbing the injury, getting back uh, to running. And I ended up finishing off the season um, with uh, a three-second PR, which is uh, I run the 800 or ran the 800. And in the 800, like, three seconds is, um, is, is significant, uh, to say the least. Um, yeah, I, I, w- I would never know that because <laughs> running is, man, yeah, like, that's a runner's. You have to be built different mentally, right? So physically, obviously, yeah, you're not gonna have like, you're not gonna have like a 375 pound lineman running an 800. That just doesn't happen, right? Yeah. But um, I mean, I guess you could. We, we won't. I'm sorry, we won't do that. But <laughs> in, <laughs> that would be interesting to watch. However, in order to run, I can say this: I did train for a half marathon years ago. I know. See, you should have saw his eyes. He was like, really. <laughs> uh, um, I had to run a lot right we're talking some days five miles six miles some weeks 20 30 miles I didn't know I had a coach and I didn't know what it would take to get to a point where I could finish the race that was the first goal make sure you can finish it the second goal will finish it running um, and then the second goal would be finish it within a reasonable time that I would feel proud about right um, the amount of mental endurance that you have to have to run is on a whole nother level yeah absolutely right like it's but again it kind of reminds me of our faith journey right in order for us to be able to um because you never really just get there Mm -hmm. right Um, it's a journey it takes endurance absolutely it takes stamina but even with those two, it takes training. Yeah. Right? Like, you, you, without the training, you get no endurance. And without the endurance, you get no stamina. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and that's, that's such a good connection you make there. Um, uh, there's, there's a scripture. Oh, here we, go. First, here we go. First Timothy. Man. Uh, Uh-oh. I feel like I know where you're going with this. Yeah, I think you know. You, you definitely know. <laughs> I know you know. We in four? Yeah, uh, for, yeah, I believe we're in four. We we in eight, uh, four eight. Where you where you going? Yep, yep. We yep. we in four eight. He knew. He I knew. know where he was going. That's my favorite yeah, one right there. Yeah, so let's read it. Uh, I'll read CSB if you want. You okay. can read your translation as well. Uh, yes, sir. For the training of the body has limited benefit, mm. but godliness is beneficial in every way, since it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Oh, I like that version. Oh yeah. That oh, yeah. version is straight gangster. Oh yeah. See, uh, you still want me to read mine? You, I don't know. Yeah, I need to, yeah. No, no. What are you gonna say? Go Shoot. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it doesn't say the training of the body doesn't have benefit. It doesn't say it doesn't have benefit. It says it has limited benefit. Mm. So it's not saying don't glorify God with your body because we know we're supposed to do that. Because um, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. We're supposed to glorify God with Ooh, our body. The boy in Corinthians now. Come on, now, let's go. 
What's that? Corinthians but, 6, 19 through 20? Yeah, see. He yeah. in the book. He in the book. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep getting excited. <laughs> but godliness is beneficial in every way since it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Um, and I just think that's, that's pretty huge. Um, you talked about, like, pain uh, in the training. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's super painful, especially in that Arizona heat. We have, like, practices in, like, 108 degrees, like, just outside grinding. Um, and there's this one verse that helped me so much, especially once we started uh, getting to our phase where we're training, like, speed and hitting paces that I never, like, hit before in high school. Um, uh, I, I would always think about Acts 20-24. Uh, I, wrote, mm. I wrote that on my wall, uh, and I would tell that to myself. Okay. Because I treated – I was treating um, – the sport and get into race is the opportunity to glorify God with that platform. Mm. Uh, and so 2024, it says, but I consider my life of no value to myself. My purpose is to finish my course in the ministry I received from the Lord Jesus. Wait, 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 start over. Go, go back to the, go back to the very beginning and say it slow. Yeah, let's, let's read. It. I say it again, but I consider, I consider my life, my life, of no value Stop. to myself. Of no value. It's better if you die. The moment we start to think that we got it all together, we got it all figured out, and that our value of our life is more valuable than glorifying God, we've missed it. We've run off the track. <laughs> And into the stands and Literally. we become fans of jesus and not followers of jesus yo <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> literally the um hold on the, the moment the moment that we think oh i'm running this race for me we think we're on the track but we've actually ran off the track into the stands and now we're waving at Jesus and no longer following Jesus. We become, I'm going to say this, this might be controversial. We become only fans. Mm. Only fans. Because only fans stand in the stand and there's no work. But when you're on the track, it hurts to run lap after lap after lap after lap. When you're running each lap, the muscles are under what they call contraction. You're losing sweat. You're literally shedding and dying in the moment step after step after step after step but when i run into the stands because it's about me i'm waving saying hey i'm no longer a follower of jesus and that's where so let me let me before you jump in there let me go ahead and read this version yes so that's that's 
so that they they can hear this version, but I like your version of First Timothy four eight, and it says physical training is good. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. But training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and the life to come. Promising benefits. Anytime we work out, we want benefits, right? Yeah. So we, we, if, if we are, I mean, I'm in the gym, you know, I'm, I'm benching 225. I want the whole purpose of that is either I want to get bigger, I want to get more cut, I want to be stronger. But if I get up under that bar and I never press, if I never take the bar off and go down to do a rep, the benefits never come. And we are we we live in a time in in, in a in a a, um, a culture. That's all about work, right? So it's like, hey, man, sleep when you're dead. Um, you got to get the bag. You got to this. You got to that, right? Um, mm-hmm. The problem is those things satisfy our flesh. Again, like you said earlier, there's nothing wrong with taking care of the temples. Nothing wrong with going to, going to college, getting a degree, maybe going to get multiple degrees. Nothing wrong with getting a job, being an entrepreneur. None of that is wrong, but it's when we start to elevate that over the kingdom. The book says, seek first the kingdom. Not seek elevating myself, not seek trying to get the accolades. No, seek the kingdom first. First. So when you get ready, so you were saying in, in, in Acts 20, 24, mm-hmm. go back to that. Let, let, let's jump back into that real quick. Yeah. Let, let's, let's, um, let's, let's unpack that. Um, let's go back there. Okay. Yeah, let's go back there and, and let's, let's go. So you said, yeah. start. But I consider my life of no value to myself. Mm. Keep going. My purpose is to finish my course in the ministry I received from the Lord Jesus. Stop. My purpose is to finish what? My course. Your course, not mine. That's what we, ah. But see, if we, if we just would die, we wouldn't be on other people's in other people's lane. If we would die, we wouldn't be in the stands. And you're saying like, man, like every, every time I get ready to run, I gotta read this verse so I can make sure I'm keeping a kingdom mindset. Honestly, and you can't, uh, another thing is like, um, with track, you have so many people like around you, like so many other voices you're hearing. Mm. So that's why sometimes you gotta get alone before a race. Like, you know, you gotta get a you gotta get alone because mm. there's so many other voices that are coming in. You gotta get with God because uh, I don't know if you've ever heard like them say, "Run your own race." You know, right? Like you can't you can't be having all these other voices in your head. You gotta be running the race that it's this like is, Monty, God this is has so mature. You. This is I, I love this because see, fans of Jesus wouldn't understand this. Let me give an example. 
John the Baptist was beheaded. You remember this? Mm -hmm. Jesus gets news. Guess what the book tells us he does? What's that? He goes to have some alone time. Mm. Then right after that, if I'm not mistaken, I might be off for your theologians. If you see this, don't be in, in, in my comment section. I believe that I think he fed the four or 5,000, like right after that. So he knew that, man, I, I got my own race to run. I'm getting ready, all knowing. He's all knowing. He knows that he's getting ready to serve. He's getting ready to lead. He's over some disciples, getting ready to empower them. And he gets bad news. And he says, man, I got to be alone. The OnlyFans wouldn't understand that. But followers of Jesus get that, man, there's a lot of noise out there. I just need to be alone with God. I love that. Yeah. So mature. This is, man, this is blessing me. Oh, oh, oh. When you're a fan and you, and you don't want to be a follower, it's because you're, you're idolizing yourself, essentially. You're, you're I don't about optimize comfort. life. I don't know if you've seen the pod. That's what my mentor said. I don't optimize life. Mm. We idol ourselves because we don't optimize, optimize. Oh, my God. Yes. So, so if, um, if I'm thinking about my own comfort instead of how I can honor the Lord, um, it's a lose-lose situation. Um, I say that because, um, for one, I'm, I'm giving up. I'm giving up on the gift I've been given to run. It's like... Uh, the effort that I'm putting in. Mm. Uh, and two, um, if God's ways are higher than my ways and higher than my thoughts, then I can't be putting my trust in my, my own ways and my own way of processing the situation. Another uh, thing that uh, was huge um, was me thinking about every time I was experiencing pain in a workout or even a race, I literally started telling myself, there's no way this hurts as much as Jesus hurt on the cross. There, there's no way. And that literally, like, it, it did something in my brain. I don't know what it was. Like, mentally, for the 800, like, I honestly think that's the hardest race in, in track and field. Uh, some people say the 400. Some people say 400 hurdles. And those are, those are very difficult. I never run 400 hurdles, and I, so I would never know. Uh, but the 800, it's just, like, it's just, like, so, so long and you're exerting yourself so much to a point where like, it's just like mentally, like you don't know, but thinking about how much Jesus had to suffer on the cross and I haven't had to experience that. It gives me a perspective that able, that was, that uh, made me able to, to push through that. Wow. So. That's so good. That's so good. So man, we've been talking a little, a little bit about Jesus, just a little bit. We've been in the book a little bit. Like, are we at a place where you can kind of share like how you came to faith, like how you, like, like, what was your encounter? Like, when was that? And just kind of share with us, like, what that, when was that? And when did that look, what did that look like? Yeah. Uh, so uh, my, my parents, Leslie and Jeffrey Thompson. Shout uh, out. Shout out. Love them. Uh, raised me uh, and my siblings in the faith. Uh, and they don't play. They did it. They, they did don't it play. Very, very well. Um, I'm super grateful uh, for my upbringing. Hold on, man. Let's time out. I, I, I like to give honor where honors due. Let's just honor them real quick because 
we are look we need like when i when i when i when i when i'm around your family bro you can see the seeds that they sowed mm. of faith um and we need more of that why because uh, man i was watching then this is a I'm, I'm gonna come back but i was watching um Ruslan. And he was doing this interview with this lady, young lady that's a ballet dancer. And she was talking about how um, the little girls in her ballet studio wanted to listen to, why am I drawing a blank on the name of the song now? Probably because it's ratchet and it's terrible. <laughs> um, ah, can you find it for me? Find, go to um, somebody find that. But it's like, it is, it's trash. Mm. And these little girls are like elementary. Um, but Ruslan was, he was basically doing like a, um, a reaction to it. But she um, was calling out parents and she was calling, kind of calling out the artist. Um, and man, we need more parents that will defend the soul of their kids by speaking truth, but also by being intentional disciple makers at home. Absolutely. We have neglected. We've abandoned our assignment to disciple at home. Did you find it? You didn't? You got you look okay, they're looking for it. Um, but go ahead. Speaking of protection, like this is a little sidetrack, but I think it's so important. Uh, something that I saw the other day. So uh Lecrae came to Mesa, Arizona, okay, which is like twenty minutes from Phoenix, and did a concert there at a church. Uh and so I was at that uh concert with a couple of friends who are studying uh Christian studies and uh we went to Chipotle after and uh, I felt it on my heart to pray for this family that was sitting outside of the Chipotle so I go up to them uh, and I'm like uh, can we can we pray for you and me I'm thinking okay if I'm if this person is a Christian they're just going to automatically say yeah yeah you can pray for me right. but the first thing that this lady does so it's it's a it's a woman uh and it looks like these all uh, these kids are her children so a woman and like four four children uh, the first thing that she asks, and she's like, uh, she says, like, in whose name? She says, like, in whose name are are you praying for me? Because you know it could have been it could have been anything. Right. And I and that actually like I was like, oh shoot, like I didn't think about that. You know, like because if, if somebody comes to pray for you, it could be you you don't know who who they're they're praying to. You know. Mm. Um. So um, she asks like, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Like, is that is that who you're who you're praying to? And we, we assured her and then we got to pray for them. But after we left, we were just like, wow, like she that's she's literally Bro. protecting like her family. Like, thank you for sharing that. Like we that is that is vital. That is vital. Like, I think that shout out to that mom. Like, hey, yeah, hey, hey, hey we bring on the prayers. But let me know who you praying to, because <laughs> if you ain't praying to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you can keep that one in your bag, right? And so, man, shout out to that mom for saying, hey, man, I, God has given me this opportunity to steward these souls, and I'm going to make sure that any investment that somebody else is making is coming from the Lord. Amen. And Amen. so, man, that is, man, that is fire. And so, yes, yeah, shout out to your mom and your dad, bro. Like, man, when I'm around them and when I'm around your siblings, like it is like y'all, 
y'all have a firm foundation. Mm. Like y'all's house is built on a firm foundation. Doesn't mean y'all are going to be perfect. Doesn't mean you're not going to walk through things. But what I do know is that your children's children are set up for success. Why? Because your parents said, hey, man, we're going to sow seeds of faith into y'all to a point where doesn't matter who meets one of you or one of your siblings. And you know, like when we see y'all coming, oh, yeah. That family right there, they're not having it. Their house is built on a firm foundation. So shout out to your mom and your dad for being front runners of the faith, for going out, um, going before you all and saying, you know what? We're going to pave this path and this army of children that God has entrusted us with, we were going to steward this well, right? So, okay. so many families, and there's nothing wrong again with money because, you know, people can get weird and they hear this. There's nothing wrong with, um, and man, this is in Proverbs somewhere. I have to go back and find it. But there's nothing wrong with making sure that your family's set up financially. Like God is, like, yeah. But what good is riches going to do if your soul is poor? Like so many families have set up generational wealth for generations, five, six generations deep. But there is no spiritual soil anywhere to be found for that family. Mm. And so shout out to your parents for saying, you know what? We got our priorities right. We're going to keep the kingdom by making sure that there is a kingdom mindset in our home that leads to kingdom relationships, that connects on a kingdom level and has a kingdom impact. Amen. So awesome. Um, I don't even know where we, we, we just took like a detour. Yeah, I don't even know uh, where we were at. No, we were, uh, yeah, I was <laughs> talking about just like uh, how my relationship with the Lord started. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so um, being homeschooled uh, and going to like Sunday schools was uh, how I got like my first initial introduction to uh to just the word of god um and following jesus i used to go to a thing called life on life it was a daycare at uh ocbf okay and uh yeah, yeah. familiar yep. with that yeah uh so we used to go to that for years uh and then uh, once i started going to public school i would say that's when uh i guess my foundation started coming okay because uh, i went to um i went to public school in sixth grade and it was a huge culture shock because oh, I was man. going, yeah, going from homeschool to, to public school. Uh, it's like, like uh, they didn't they didn't use the term drip back then, but I didn't have no drip. Uh, I didn't know like just uh, a lot of a lot of things that uh, they would talk about, and a lot of it I'm I'm honestly grateful I I didn't right. know you know because some of those uh, conversations weren't always fruitful. Um, but it left me like at a point where I had a dilemma, uh, because I felt lonely for sure. Mm. Um, and then I'm also like, I don't want to, uh, like, I didn't know what it, I, I never had a moment where I really was like, oh shoot, like, am I going to sacrifice like my morals for, for, um, pleasing people? Um, and so that was a struggle, uh, really up until like, uh, around ninth grade, uh, to a point I had to like actually like leave a friend group uh, just because of um, what was going on with that and the way like I felt like I was getting led into. Uh, and there's a couple key verses that I always like to share that like impacted me around that time. 
Uh, the, uh, can you can you share it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think as you as you pulled it up, I think what's important, and I'm big on my bent is friends. Like anyone that that you know this, Miss Catherine knows this. Like everybody knows. Like my thing is, if when it comes to the people in our life, man, they have an impact on your future. Yeah. Right. And so the the influence they have on your heart can impact your decisions. Mm. And so it's, it, it's, it is critical that we evaluate and we assess the trees that produce the fruit, not just the fruit. That's good. A lot of times we just look at the fruit and like, man, that, that, ooh, that apple look good. That must be a, they got like 5,000 types of apples. I mean, you walk in the store like they, I mean, but they just be looking good. But what if you're allergic to apples? Literally me. <laughs> I did not know that. Right? That's wild. But, you know what I mean? But, and, and that's where you, we need to inspect the tree. Yeah. Like so often, man, who was that? This is the crazy part. You could be, let's say if where you're sitting at and where Catherine's sitting at, let's say if y'all are trees. Okay. You know what's crazy is that beneath the ground is what? Roots. roots and roots do what do they go do they only go vertical or do they go horizontal I believe they go both they go both yeah so here's what's wild is when you're in close proximity to other trees those roots have the potential to get connected mm. and let's just say if my tree is ill and our roots connect I could poison you wow and too often we're in the same proximity of trees and we're not supposed to be and we're afraid to uproot because we are infatuated with the fruit we don't ever look beneath the surface to see, man, that tree ain't for me. Hmm. And so the fact that you were like, man, like, like there was a season where I had to just, I had to pull away, which is hard because friendships are like vital. Friendships are vital. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, and it's crazy because I had a couple friends that uh, claimed to be believers that were also definitely like, if had I stayed in that friend group, would have led me astray. Mm. Um, so they had believers from the optic and the fruit. There was something wasn't matching up between what was at the root and what was being produced. Yeah. Mm. And I think this scripture is so perfect. Okay. Uh, there's literally got? a time. Uh, where we at? We in the book. One guy. We, we, where we at? Galatians chapter one. Okay. Let me, let me change position my mic. Let me get there. Let me get there. I want to yep. get there. Hello. Galatians. <laughs> let me get there. Galatians. Go ahead and read it. Go ahead and read it. Chapter one, verse <clears throat> nine through 10. Uh, I'm going to preface it just by saying like. Galatians. Yeah. Galatians one. 9 through 10. Uh, there's literally one time where 
uh, one of those friends was uh, he he was watching uh, some pornography on his phone. Okay, and he he like gave me the phone and was like, "Hey, bro, like check this out." A friend that calls himself a believer. I'm like, "Nah, bro. Like what? Like no." And then he's like, it, "It's not that bad." Mm. That I had to preface it with that before reading the verse. Okay, nine. all right, let's go. As we have said before, I now say it again. If anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, a curse be on him. For am I now trying to persuade people or God? Am I striving to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Wow. So, let me read my version. Yes, please. So I say again, what we have said before. So this means it was said already. I say again, what we have said before. So that means this is the second, third, like what... If anyone preaches any other good news than the one you welcome, let that person be cursed. Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. So you were in a moment where you could have made a decision that would have won the approval of him. And you had to say to yourself, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. Wow. When did you get the revelation of this scripture when that happened? Was it? Because I think this is, this, is, this is when we talk about <clears throat> being in God's word, when we talk about how God's word never fails, the word of God never fails. Um, uh, the word of God never fails. He protects those who come for him for safety. Is 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 a verse that's in the book. Um, here you are. <laughs> that protected you. When we talk about putting on the armor of God, there's a purpose for the book, and so many try to operate life on their own. When the one who created us gave us the truth. And so you found yourself in a situation, not found, but you were in a, a situation where you had an opportunity to, um, to do something that maybe it would have never even came out, right? Like, like that's, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of situations that I think people find themselves in. Like, man, I could actually do this and nobody would ever know, right? But here you are. You're like, you know what? Nah, man. I'm not trying to please you. That's not my goal. 
Yeah. Um, I'm trying to protect my soul. Yeah. And that was, that was literally the Holy Spirit. Um, cause like with the Holy Spirit, you know, we have the law written on our hearts, right? And he always gives you a way of escape. Always. Always. Not sometimes. No. Not on, not on Sunday because you went to church or Tuesday because you went the young adult. Oh, sorry, I skipped over BNC. We're going to get there. Or Monday because we went to BNC. <laughs> Shout out BNC, baby. Um, not on Wednesday because you're a youth group serving or you're just, you know, or not, not on Friday because you're in your word, but he always, not sometimes, not some days, not on some things, all. And for that, for this situation in particular, because I'm sure like uh, uh, for whoever's watching this, this podcast, like you could be anywhere from been following Jesus 20 years or following Jesus 20 minutes. And uh, so like there's there's a difference in um, and uh, just where where I'm sure people are in their faith. Um, so one thing I, I want to call out is like. Uh, it says, if anyone nine, if anyone is preaching you a gospel, a gospel contrary to what you received, an example of like a gospel, a gospel contrary to what we received is um, sinning that grace may abound. And I can almost like, like guarantee that's what that's kind of the thought that was trying to be invoked on me in that situation. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, God will just forgive you anyway right. if, you, if you do this. You know, uh, God will just forgive you. If you if you watch this, like he forgave he forgave us for all of our sins, right? So, yeah. Like he's gonna forgive you for that. Like I had I had to emphasize that because it says like that's an example of a gospel contrary to what we've received. Hmm. Like because Paul says I don't know if you're if you're familiar with what verse that is. Uh, he says by no means yeah. you know, we're not we're not supposed to sin that grace may abound. Like Jesus didn't die for us to sin. He died for us so we could be free, free. from sin. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And so, and that's that's the gospel, you know. So that's good. Uh, that's so impactful, just for anyone watching. Like that's why Jesus died so we could be free from sin. He, Amen. His grace empowers us to be holy. Come on, something that uh, that um, is just like uh, been revealed to me this this semester that like His grace empowers us. Yeah, to be holy. Um, uh, so Pastor good. Paul was talking about on Sunday, uh, right? We're his workmanship created mm. for good works. That's why we are created, you know? So, and who the sun sets free is free indeed, baby. Um, man, so your faith journey has, has truly been a journey, right? So it's like, grew up with, with, with parents that are followers, not fans, there's a difference. Um, devoted followers, right, is what Acts refers to, Acts 2, if I'm not mistaken. Devoted followers of Christ, planting seeds in their children, you walk this journey um, uh, with Jesus, and you just continue to grow your faith muscles over time. Right? You go from homeschool to um, to public school, and you're finding yourself now in these situations where you're being tempted in what you feel like is the wilderness because you move from homeschool, and now you're like, man, y'all got me out here. And God is like, yeah, but I, you were in training. We were preparing you for this so that you can be the light in this darkness. Mm. So what year? So we're talking like 
what year would you say would be that <clears throat> that transition year for you where you're like you know what like because when i met you i met it on fire monty mm. but that fire doesn't start a fire it starts a spark so where where, where did the spark happen i feel like 2021 was pivotal uh 2021 was uh, the end of my sophomore year beginning of my junior year okay uh and between over that summer um i worked at a camp called kfn uh it's at cfni summer camp i was a counselor shout out to cfni shout out to cfni hey we're just over there teaching the other week man let's go yeah 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 i, I saw that uh man that's so I Man, okay, let, let's, let's, yeah, oh, let's go there. I was just talking to uh, my past Pastor Paul about this yesterday. So check out what's crazy, right? The guy you saw me with. Okay. Pastor Jonathan. Yeah. I was with him at CFNI almost seven years to that date. Remember, as an intern. I was with him and he was teaching at CFNI. You can't make this stuff up. Wow. He was out there teaching. I went along with him. Didn't know what I was doing. I was just showing up. So I'm with him serving at CFNI. And now God has opened up a door for me and Ken Butler to go over there to teach. I didn't graduate from there. I got an invitation because I was just, I happened to be partnered with Ken and like, you can't make these things up, bro. Literally. I'm sitting there as an intern with a youth pastor that is teaching a class to youth pastors. And then God, seven years later, opens up an opportunity for me to go with a guy that is the former youth pastor, FCA, um, area director, um, and allows me the opportunity to come alongside him to show what it looks like to do... Um, campus you know marketplace ministry along with youth pastor hybrid role you cannot make these things up so shout out to cfni thank you jonathan uh pena over at uh hill city and um those out at cfni man we love y'all if y'all see this man um hey invite us back we love y'all we love that time but like yeah. i just had to throw that in there i no, thought yeah, i was talking about you. that yesterday i was like man that was that's, that's a wild connection so yeah. yeah yeah so love cfni and and everything they're doing um, uh, yeah, so I was a CIT for a few years, uh, and that year in particular, the reason why I was huge is because, uh, the spring leading up to that, um, it was a huge, uh, that was still kind of COVID, like, it was like that hybrid year where right. you could choose whether you went in person or, or did virtual, and I was like kind of hybrid, I was like in between, some of my classes were on campus, some weren't, so spent a lot of time at home, and while I was home, and my recommended, I came across Living Waters, uh, Living Waters with Ray Comfort, and he'll do public evangelism. And uh, I, w I remember I watched one of those, and that was so impactful. And I was like, oh So you're watching this on YouTube? Yes, I'm watching okay. Living Waters. Uh, Woo! That, oh my gosh. It was just like, I had never seen someone present the gospel to someone uh, in public in the way that he did. Um, before that, had you seen anybody present the gospel in public? No, no. So th this is this is where I think we can do better as the body, mm. right? Um, 
more opportunities for those that are coming behind us. More opportunities for those that are coming that maybe we either are either mentoring or those like I think that there needs like I get to see Pastor Paul. I'm telling you, no lie, bro. I'm with him at a conference. Mm -hmm. We go out to eat. Everywhere we went, I mean, we were at Whataburger sharing the gospel. Like that's a, like for me, and 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 I, I want to make sure that whoever's hearing this is he wasn't doing it just because I was there. I've been able to see that that's his DNA. Yeah. And we have to take notes from that and say, you know what? Um, have to ask ourselves, man, when was the last time, like he said, when was the last time you shared the gospel with somebody? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So, so keep going, keep going. So yeah. you, you, you watch it and then. So I watch that and I'm like, shoot, let me, let me try this for myself. Okay. Uh, so over that summer, uh, it was honestly like a really hard summer just as far as time management went. Uh, I was working at Jason's Deli. Uh, another that's another key thing because that's like the first place I feel like we like sat down and yeah and uh, yeah had a meal. I did not know that that was where you okay yeah worked, come on man. So I worked at I worked at Cedar Hill one, not uh, Mansfield. But, okay, yeah we had we had a very pivotal conversation at Jason's. Down yes, there. yeah. So wow, I worked there uh, and I was working like thirty hours a week uh, while being a camp summer counselor uh, in training, um, and. And so that was like, that was, that was what the summer looked like. So it was a very, uh, honestly stressful time, but at the same time, like, because of like, kind of like that foundation mm -hmm. and, uh, watching those videos, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try this out. Like, uh, and there, there's this one coworker I, I had in mind. Um, and so I had the opportunity, uh, we were just like cleaning up and I started a conversation with her. Um, and I was just like. Uh, have you ever heard of the gospel before? Just like straight up. Uh, and then I kind of went and I explained it in a similar way to how Ray Comfort does because I really just liked his uh, presentation. And uh, I can't tell you exactly how the conversation went. Um, but I mean, I think that's a testament to like the Holy Spirit will give you the words to say because I, I can't even remember <laughs> right. what I said. Right. Uh, but it, like it was like at the end, she was just like, how did she was like, thank you. Thank you. And how were you able to, cause she had never heard it before. She's like, how did, like, how did you, let's go. How did you like, how were you able to do that? Like, how do you remember all that stuff? And I was just like, that's, that's the Holy spirit. You know? Like, yeah. 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 Uh, it was, it was crazy. Uh, and you know, I think a seed was planted there. I don't, I don't like know her anymore. Mm. So I don't know where that went, but and, and it's not for you to know because scripture tells us that, and I, and I, and I may have this backwards, Paul plants, Apollos uh, waters, and God does the growing, mm. right? So wh whatever season of life God has us in, we just have to know, like, man, just play your part. Just run your race, right? Amen. yeah. And so that's, I'm, man, I'm grateful just to hear that um, you didn't wait until you graduated seminary. You didn't wait until you felt like you had... Um, you've been through the Bible four or five times and had half the Bible memorized or the Torah. Like you, you didn't, right? You weren't like, man, I got to, I got to get this. I got to get these first five memorized, like verbatim. Yeah. No, God, hey, I'm here. Use me. Amen. So that was a pivotal part. That 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 moment was a shift for you. Um, man, let's fast forward yeah. to like, like FCA because that's yeah. where like it, it. Man, there was some. 
like we're seeing now some of the seeds that were planted by Coach Allen years ago. Mm-hmm. But you you played a part in carrying the torch and like, man, just tell me what what you what is some what's something either like a a, a moment you want to speak to for FCA or maybe even like um maybe not even just a moment to speak to with FCA, but maybe I don't know. Just talk about like, because I know we connected a lot Man. over that, but it just it'd be great just to be able to just hear what if it played a part in your faith journey. What was something that you seen God do through FCA, maybe with your peers or in something like you know? Yeah, because you you were involved. You were you were involved at a high level, like, and we were seeing some crazy numbers one year. I think it was actually I don't remember what year it was, but I know we were seeing like over a hundred students. 120 students coming. We had we went to um, the pack, right? Yeah, yeah. We we were in we were in the the MAC first, and that was full, but it wasn't no, diverse. Yeah, no. I mean, we only had all, yeah. all all dudes up in there. It was <laughs> like we had like two girls show up. Like, yeah, this ain't gonna work. Yeah. This ain't gonna work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how are we doing on time? Are we? You know, I'm I'm good. Okay, I'm good, good on time. Okay. I mean, y- y'all good on time? Okay, sweet. got my producer in the back. So y'all probably like who y'all talk to, man. Yeah, we just, I'm man, we just, yeah. I'm excited to talk about this. Yeah, so okay. I don't even know if you know this, but God is so good and sovereign. Like, um, after junior year, we went back to like no more hybrid. At least I don't think you could choose to be online my senior year. Uh, so like, everybody I knew was like fully in person, right? So uh, when this happens, we're like. I've uh shout out my boy Destin Drummond. Uh and he at TCU? Yeah, running running track at TCU now. Uh yo, Destin, if you see this, hit me up. I I, I want to know if you got connected to um Chauncey out at TCU at the FCA. I hadn't checked in. My apologies, but yeah, shout out to Destin. Let's go, baby. Yeah, shout out Destin. So he he had uh we had like a library period where on Fridays, no TCC, like dual credit were taken dual credit classes uh and on fridays there's no dual credit because tcc is closed uh for dual credit and so yeah we uh we'd be in the library and so destiny comes over to me he's like hey bro uh i remember fca was like super cool like our, our freshman year and part of sophomore year uh but we haven't had it and at the so were, were y'all going to coach allen's class yeah y'all been, yeah we we're going to Coach. man allen's. this is crazy so that's when i first started coming to fca um at, at lake ridge because it was in this classroom and i walked in and he had some scriptures on the wall and i didn't know like you could do this during advisory because he'd invited me he's like yo come through come through because at the time i was the chaplain for the football team right and i roll up in there and i'm like all right man cool so i didn't know what i was walking into and i'm in there I'm like five students and then people just start coming in and I'm, I'm sitting here standing by the window i'm looking at the door Right, so imagine I'm sitting like where Catherine's at, mm-hmm. the door's here, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the screen's here, and that's the back of the room. And so I'm looking at the screen, I see scriptures, and then I'm looking at students walking the door, and I'm just, I'm getting nervous. The more they come in, <laughs> I'm getting really nervous. I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah. Like, it's t- like, bro, it's 10 o'clock. Like, you got a verse on your wall. I'm, and I told him, I was like, hey, man, I think I'm going to go. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to be here, but this, 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 you got a verse on you. Like, what are you doing? He's like, it's Bible study. It's, it's, it's FCA. And I didn't know that FCA is like a, it's not technically a class period. 
And so, man, it was like 90 people in there. I might be exaggerating, maybe 70, I don't know. But let's just say it was packed. Yeah. People were sitting in the aisles, sitting on desks. It was packed. And yeah, so it was, was lowering people in through the roof, like it's lowering people in through the through the ceiling tiles, like with with the man who's getting getting wanted to get healed, lowering people through Right, the right. So that, that's yeah, <laughs> hey, he's still in the book. He's trying to get it there. Yeah, still in the book. That's Mark, by the way. I mean it's, it's in a couple different ones, but it you know, Jesus was you know he was there preaching, teaching, and uh teaching the word of God is what it says. He was teaching the word of God. That was Jesus, right? And so um they begin to lower their friend. This is why it's important that we have friends because when we are paralyzed by things in our life, when there are things that are holding us down, when there, are, when there is sin mm. that is holding us down and we just can't figure it out, we can't, uh, I just don't know. I, I, I'm just going to try harder. Not by works. It was by his friend's faith is what scripture tells us. It Amen. was by their faith that that man was healed. And that's why we need friends who are yes. followers of Jesus that know where to find Jesus, that are willing to take us to Jesus, which is... You can have friends that are followers that won't take you to him when you won't go yourself. We need those kind of friends. Amen. When we need faithful friends. Yeah. That Jesus will say, man, because of your faith, I'm going to heal him. So 2017, y'all are there. Destin is like, yo, I remember this. So that's how the conversation starts. And then what? Yeah. So and then he's like, uh, he's like, like, how are we going to get this started back? Uh, let's let's think of uh, like three more of our peers that uh, we can all like start this, uh, start this uh, back because Coach Allen had left. Yeah, he went to SGP, I think. Yeah, so he was a so, football coach. Yeah. So, wait, remind, okay, so 2017, so COVID happened 2020. So we're in okay, 2021. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to yeah, get a yeah, timeline. Yeah, yeah. So let me, so, uh, yeah. So um, <clears throat> my freshman year was 2018 through 2019. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so then you and Destin having this conversation in 2021. Fall of 2021. Right. Because I graduated spring of 2022. Okay. Yeah, so uh, fall 2021. He, he's saying this, um, and and yeah, so we get we get White Miko Williams, uh, we get Audrey uh, Schellenberger, uh, and we get Lauren Marquardt, and uh, we form this team, and we're like, okay, so we got to get like all the logistics together and everything like that. Where are we gonna meet? Had to talk to Miss Alloway. Shout out to Miss Alloway. Shout out for real, bro. You know, man. Hey, oh principals got a hard job, bro. Like they put up with a lot. Bro. They got to do a lot. They're not perfect. You know, and people, man, people don't, they, they just don't understand. Um, Had to deal with the devious licks. Man, I mean, like, they be taking, they be going through a lot. Man, I, man, when you said this, I had to, I'm sorry, I had to go back to the book. Yep. People going to be Thank like, you. people going to be like, man, um, y'all going, y'all being super Christianese. Y'all, y'all, um, y'all are, uh, 
going to the book for everything. Sorry. This thing changed my life. Amen. And it continues to change my life. And so, um, I want to read this real quick. This is Acts 1, um, 12. Open this up real quick. Acts, which, where? Acts 1. Acts 1. 12. Twelve. Acts one twelve, and it says, um, "It says, let me know when you're there." Yup, we're here. All right, here we go. Then the apostles <clears throat> returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives. A distance a half a mile when they arrived um, they went to the upstairs room of the house of where they were staying here are the names of those who were present Peter John James Andrew Philip Thomas Bartholomew Bartholomew Matthew James um, Simon and Judas they all met together and were constantly united in prayer along with Mary the mother of Jesus several other women and the brothers of Jesus here we go during this time when about 120 believers were together in one place Peter stood up and addressed them so I'm going to stop right there because I, I, you started to name your team, right? Yeah. And it made me think about that part where it says they all met together and were constantly in prayer. Mm. Mm. Then what I got an opportunity to see, so that's like a little small group. What I had the opportunity to see after you all were meeting together, after you all were meeting together as a team, so it started with you and one other, and then you all added the rest of the team together. You all begin to plan and and work together to figure out how do we take what God is doing or has done in this place and advance it. That then grew to about 120. So, folks, we in the book. First Timothy 4.12 says, um, go to that and we'll come yeah. back because I want you to kind of I want you to finish. But what we are getting to see is it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter. All right. Um, let's see. Don't let anyone despise your youth, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Yes. And so here we had an opportunity to see that you all are setting an example. You set the example. And when you set the example, what you've done, you've done it in faith. You've done it in speech. And because of that, you and your team grew 
and advanced God's kingdom, grew in community and advanced the kingdom to 100 plus students. 100 and plus students. I mean, amazing. And so, man, thank you. Um, thank you for, again, being obedient. Um, because in high school, man, you could have chose to do anything else. You could be like, man, like that. I mean, I want my, I want that time to go do something else. All right. But y'all were dedicated every single week, devoted to making sure that we could advance the gospel on campus at a high school. Yeah. In the middle of a day. Yeah. All right. Literally like praise God for Miss Alloway. Cause yeah, there's just a ton of times where through through uh, just doors that uh, she helped us open, God was able to do so much. Like through FCA, even in my like graduation speech, like things like she just allowed me to say. Mm. Uh, yeah, just like, yeah, I'm so grateful for that. And uh, the reason why like, it's just I feel like so crazy uh, is because not too long after uh, we assembled that team is is when I met you. And so we're like, OK, we're trying to get this club together, this FCA. Uh, we're having trouble, like, getting awareness about it, um, even like getting a consistent like room to meet in. And then literally like that happens, like, I think a week later or something like that. And then soon after that, uh, I think it's, I can't remember who all was there, but it was just uh, like uh, Mr. Kim was there. Uh, Sam Holland was there. Um, some others were there. Jason Talley uh, were all there serving meals to teachers. And uh, Mr. Kim's like, hey, we're, uh, we're, we're here because we're, we're trying to get FCA started back up at the school. He doesn't know anything about that we are wanting to get FCA started back up at the school. He's just like, oh, yeah, we're coming because we're trying to figure out, like, how we're going to get FCA started back up at Lake Ridge. And I'm just like, there's so, no way. So here, here's, here's what is so crazy about what you just said. <sighs> God, is so good, man. This is why I needed this conversation. So I'm sitting in my office and I'm wrestling with what I am going to do in my pursuit um, of just, man, my life. At the time, I had transitioned out of one industry and was thinking about going full-time ministry, right? God gave me this, this dream. Uh, many people don't know this, but God gave me this dream. And I remember seeing myself standing alongside people facing a huge structure. Um, I've always had dreams, but I don't always share them because not everybody can handle. It gets weird and stuff like that. And so this particular dream would not go away. And so I'm facing a structure. And I remember seeing people walking out the front of the structure. Would look like an office building, some kind of big building. I eventually narrowed it down to, that's a school. 
those people worked for the school. Mm. I then share that dream with a few people. God tells me to share it with four people. And I'm like, man, they're going to think I'm crazy. Like, I start telling people this, like, they're going to be like, man, this dude tripping for real. <laughs> right? That day we're there, the day that we are there was that dream being fulfilled. I said, God, if this is from you, I need you to bring the people to help serve 300 plus teachers. And I also need the resources hmm. because I don't have five loaves. Hey, and your boy ain't got no fish. <laughs> what I do have is I have a heart for fishing for people. Amen. And so I kept praying and praying and praying. And Monty, we were able to serve every middle school and every high school. I didn't have to come out of my pocket for a dime. So that day was a kingdom connection. Wow. And I'm grateful that when I ran that to Ken, he didn't look at me and be like, man, you crazy. So that right there is a kingdom mindset, hearing a kingdom mindset that created a kingdom connection that had a kingdom impact. So that's where that originated. That's where that originated. Wow. I had to step out on faith because I did not want to tell anyone about that. I had a lot of fear that I would be looked at crazy. And there was some that shut it down or not shut it down that was like, man, that, 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 you know, you got skeptical people out there, which I get it. But when you walk by faith, it don't look like the world. And so I'm hearing you say this and I'm like, man, what if that day or what if that dream that God deposited inside of me, what if I would have been living in fear and would have never spoken that? There are some things that would have never came to life that day. Mm. God is good. Yeah. Wow. That's huge. Because, uh, yeah, from, from then on, once we got connected, it, it was just, uh, it made it a lot easier to, just as far as resources came, uh, like being able to supply like more snacks for for the, uh, for everyone. And uh, even we started being able to bring in people to pour into the student body. Bibles, snacks. Bibles, I mean, it was. All of that. Yeah, uh, definitely like something that, uh, that uh, benefited us a lot so i'm super grateful for for that so that's how like uh fca went i think uh me and miko went with you and uh mr ken to uh the dinner with uh at uh what is it called it's in cora no uh, what was it at it was um, like a fundraising dinner yeah 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 savannah yeah. was there i think it was in cora uh on broad a, street right mexican restaurant no, uh, Primo's? El, yeah, El Primo's. El Primo's. Yep, El Primo's. Yep, yep, El Primo's. Yep, yep. El Primo's. Yeah, so that happened. Uh, met Savannah. And I mean, like, the rest is history with, with like, just uh, what uh, they were able to do with leg a, a Legacy. Man. Bro, did you see what happened the other week? 330. I heard you say that on Sunday. I was like, that's that's something else. That's I mean, but Mansfield is 
Mansell High is averaging like 250 to 300. See, that's like, that's literally like, what? Like close to like 20% of, of the school. Of like, Bro, that's we, a lot of, listen, that's a lot and, of. And we are just scratching the surface. Like with this is, it's crazy. It's crazy. We got to, we can't skip over something. I don't know if you know this, but there was a young lady, um, whether she sees this or not, I don't know. But at the end of the school year, we had our last FCA meeting when you were graduating. Mm-hmm. She was not a believer. She was an atheist. I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about. I, I, I'm she usually to... she usually sits on the front row. Um, mm-hmm. But um, man, she walks up to me the very last meeting. She's like, "Man, I am so sad, so sad. I'm like, what's going on? I'm sorry. Like, you know, I'm thinking about to pray for her for something. But I knew because multiple people have said that she. They were like, I don't know why she comes, but I was like, keep keep welcoming her. Like, she needs to keep coming. Um, and she had even told me one day, she's like, I don't believe what y'all believe. But that last FCA meeting there, she goes, um, I'm sad because this has opened my eyes. And the questions that I had before have been answered. My faith is changing. I didn't say anything, didn't overreact. But I was like, wow. If we did all that for one. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So thank you for your obedience. Thank you for your teammates, Destin and Miko and all all the team, right? Thank y'all because... If we did it, and we had salvations, we had all those things, but if we did it for one, man, it's because of the obedience. That's so awesome. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Man. That's huge. Monty, tell, tell me, like, let's, I don't want to say land a plane because we might have to do I feel like we had to leave out quite a bit, but I, I, I want to, where are you at now? Let's talk about, you know, God has been doing just an amazing work in and through you. Where, where are we at now? Like, where, where are you, where are you at and, and what, where are you going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I'm, I'm still at GCU right now. Uh, we're here home for Thanksgiving break. Um, and uh, I talked about how I'm not running track and field anymore. Uh, the season ended up ending off um, uh, well. I ended up running 155, but the scholarship standard that uh, I was informed of, at least, I don't know if it's changed since then, was 154. So it was the second off of that, that okay. standard. Um, and so I applied to be an RA, um, and I ended up getting accepted to be an RA. And uh, coming into the school year, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be an RA and do track. I'm going to try to do both. Uh, and, and see how it goes. Uh, but I forgot there's a thing called school, uh, and there's a thing <laughs> called uh, work, too. Right, right. Uh, and so uh, just as the school year started, uh, I was very spread thin, and I wasn't able to decompress at the end of the day or give myself 100% to any of those categories. Um, so I had to make a, a tough decision, um, but one that I think was well worth it, to um, step away from 
track and field uh, for for the foreseeable future um, and just to be able to uh, invest myself into those other uh, categories and steward those opportunities well so uh, and being an RA oh my gosh like it's been it's been amazing hmm. um, just the fact that even just where I got placed as RA is just a huge blessing too so um, we're not able to like fully go into the story today of uh, my esophagus condition but when I was eight years old, I was diagnosed with eosinophilic esophagitis, which is a say that like five times. <laughs> that's, that's about just that. call it just call it EOE. Sound like you're speaking in tongues, boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So yeah, so I've had that. I still have it. Uh, thankfully, I've been uh, my symptoms are um, a lot a lot better. Uh, doesn't really affect me too much anymore. Okay. Um, but because of that, there's a lot of food groups that I have to avoid. Um, and so living in a dorm would be like very difficult. I'd have to eat out like every day because just go to like Qdoba or something. You know, I love me some Chipotle. I know you do. Boy. They only hey. got Qdoba on campus though. Mm. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, you get placed randomly as an RA. So I could have got placed in a dorm, freshman, upperclassman, wherever. That I got placed in an apartment. Let's go. So come on. I can Thank you, Jesus. Step it up. Um, Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, for real. Like, it's it's a huge blessing. And um, I'm blessed to have a co-RA that we have uh, two co-RAs uh, on the floor. We um, And one of them loves Jesus. He's, huh? he, is, he loves the Lord. And um, I'm so grateful for him because one of the first things he emphasized to me when I met him in August was like, hey, man, you know, being an RA, I see it as a ministry um, because these guys that you're meeting – even though it's a Christian's campus, a lot of kids are not coming to GCU because it's a Christian school. They're coming because it's, it's like, it's a, like a resort. Like it's five pools mm. on campus. Mm. Uh, you're in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. You know, like keeping it real. West Coast. He so, was keeping it real. Yeah. And okay. that has been uh, so true. Mm. So true. So you're in a season of transition. Sounds like. Man, as we as we close this, I think it would be good for us to we can kind of talk about BNC, right? Because I think that me and you've had some conversations. Like he likes Quadoba and, and, and Chipotle. I like first watch. I call <laughs> them my first watch conversations. So that's where I take my mentees. Yeah. Um, and my interns. I take my interns too. Yeah. I think, yeah. 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 I, I take my team first watch because I just you know um, it's it's a place of ministry for me right so I, I'm very intentional about learning the servers there and and pouring into them making sure blessing them yeah. whether it's you know um, through just words of encouragement or you know financially whatever it is and so um, you know we've had some conversations in the parking lot at, at the table um, and one I'm grateful that <laughs> you still show up because I don't always say the easiest things, right? Like I, I say hard things, um, but that's because I care about your soul. Um, and I think that it would be good um, for those that are watching this, again, because I'm big on friendships, understanding how to have godly friends, but also having someone in your life outside of mom and dad, because it does take an army. But if you had to share some wisdom about having someone pour into you, a mentor, um, someone discipling you and then having the godly friends alongside you. Like, I just want you to unpack the, the, the impact that BNC has made on your life. 
Um, and, and why is it important to have um, a mentor that's at a different level than those at B and C, right? What's, how does that, how does that impact, impact your life and your decision making? Yeah, so um, I didn't have someone like discipling me that was older than me until until other than like other than my father's discipline uh and blake harrington uh worship pastor for it used to be worship pastor for youth at uh miralagos rush creek okay that's where i did students right right um other than other than that like i never had somebody i was consistently meeting with mm-hmm and being discipled, uh, talking through the the good things and the hard things in life until you. Um, and first of all, I just got to say, like, praise God for that. Like, I'm so grateful for just how you've uh, you've poured into me and held me accountable and told me hard things uh, just so that that I can grow. Because, you know, like, um, like faithful, faithful are the wounds of, of a friend. You know? mm, come on. Uh, I, you can't, I can't like, I don't know if I can even like put it into words. I'm just so grateful just for how you've been able to disciple me and, uh, and staying true to God's word and, and keeping it kingdom, you know, <laughs> let's go. Like, I, yeah, come on, baby, let's go. Keeping it kingdom. Uh, yeah. for real. Cause it's not like you, you're, you're twist, you ever like twisted in your own like opinion on it we're always going to this so like just like how in the podcast we're we're like oh let's go to the word it's not like you're just doing that for for show like you do that i know we do that one-on-one yeah. uh too um so yeah so, so thank you for that so i would say like tell the camera tell those watching this when they're looking for a mentor like how speak to that piece yes. real quick before you move to friends so just give them some advice yeah yeah, so don't be, don't be, don't just be like, when you're choosing your mentor, don't just like choose one that you can be a fan of. Like, mm. they're, they're like, a, they're somebody that's like super cool. So you're like, oh, I, I just want to be, uh, I just want to be under them and, and, and learn from them only because like, because of that, because of the name, you know, like, because um, if you, if you do that, you might find yourself in a situation where that person isn't telling you hard things or uh or you're just not seeing any fruit from it you know like those those roots being connected isn't even fruitful because you're not getting you're not getting uh getting biblical wisdom from that like when your mentor that you have like should be pointing you to scripture should be pointing you to the word of god um because it's, it's sharper than a than a two-edged sword it's, it's living and active um when it, whenever um whenever our flesh like the mindset on the uh, spirit is life and peace, but the mindset on the flesh is death. You know, so Ooh, uh, come you, on, you can't be that's that's Romans eight six. You can't be in case you didn't know. In, in case in case you, didn't know. you <laughs> that boy's in the book. Got it. Got it. Come on, keep hey it, man, keep it tucked. dude. I I, I love. <laughs> Keep it tucked. The Bible. Hey, that's Caleb Gordon. That's Caleb. Hey, that's like, whoa. That's Caleb Hold Gordon. On. That's Caleb Gordon. We're not talking about circumcisions. Uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa. What you? Like, what verse you went to? He went to the Old Testament on me. No, uh, that's that's I'm, Caleb I'm, Gordon. I'm in the new Keep King it tucked. James. No. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. That's hilarious. But hey, I mean, like, like I, man, I, I wanted you to. Everybody's looking for someone to mentor them 
I was walking, we were walking back from taking our trash yesterday and this was popped into my mind. Like, um, I got two mentors and, and if you're like one of my mentors is on, most people would want at least one of them because he's a mentor at the Potter's house, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people will want him as a mentor, mm-hmm. but they would not want his correction. Mm. Everybody wants to be fit, but nobody wants the pain that goes with it. Mm. Man, I want to be cut. I want an eight pack. I want, but you don't, you don't want to change your diet. When your trainer's saying, yo, I need you to get here in here in the gym on the days you're not meeting with me and put in some extra reps. Yeah. Or this one's and this is the one that's blasphemy, right? When you're not training with me, I need you to go do yoga. But how am I gonna get big doing that? Your hips too tight. You can't squat lower. And because you can't go lower and reach depth, your quads and your glutes, your quads and your glutes won't grow anymore. Because you're so tight and your pectoralis major and minor. Your latissimus dorsi can no longer grow. Now you sound like you're speaking in tongues. <laughs> <laughs> so I say all that to say, like, man, we all, like, I'm, I'm referring to the body and just, like, there's, there's muscles that can inhibit other muscles from growing. Mm. And it's not that you have to lift more. Sometimes when muscles are overactive, they need to be released yeah. so that the other ones can grow. Yeah. And how do you know that? By having a coach, a yeah. trainer that can see that. And what takes place sometimes, what takes place sometimes in this mentorship process is we want to have a mentor, but we don't want to receive the mentor. Mm. Just tell me what yeah. I want to hear. Don't tell me that I need to not do this or leave this. But man, I want to tell everybody, hey, you my like like do you do you understand the cost that it comes with me being a mentee of someone at that level? Like I've told I've told y'all before, like don't expect me to check in on like you need to tell me like hey, I'm dealing with this right now. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of y'all that I'm into. Same thing for him. At that level, this man is mentoring a lot of people. And so because of that, I reach out to him to say, man, I'm feeling discouraged today. I feel like I want to quit. I feel like I'm a failure. Right? And then that's when I allow him to determine what does our communication need to look like? Does it need to be in person? Does it need to be, does it need to be, where am I at over here? I'm right here now. Okay. Does it need to be um, on the phone? Is it just a text message? What does that look like? Because so often we just think and hope that, man, the mentor is going to check on me. The mentor is going to know that I'm struggling with this today. Yeah. And, and he's just going to, oh, yeah, he's going to text me later. I just know he is. I just know he is. <laughs> and then... I don't ask for a response from him to tell me to keep like there's things where he's like, no, nah, man. 
This is not the season for that. Like my other mentor that's in California, there was a season where I was like, man, I, I'm, I'm writing a book. He's like, oh, that's cute. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and so in that season, there's a season for everything. But when you have, when you have the right mentor that has a kingdom mindset, when you have the right mentor that has, um, that stays in the book, when you have a mentor that will die to themselves, they will always guide you back to God's truth. Amen. And so let's, let's unpack this thing of B and C. Where, where, where are we at, team? Team, we, we, we over here now? With that one, where we at? Where we at? Are we? We're off. Okay. So, okay. but we on audio, I guess. Okay. So, um, let's unpack. Um, let's unpack the benefits of um, brothers in Christ. Brothers in Christ, like yeah. like. Um, I think we'll we'll wrap with that. But brothers in Christ, that's more of that. Um, peer-to-peer accountability, you know, so I may tell you something and then it's their job to kind of hold you accountable to it, yes. right? And, and, and to, to, to fellowship with one another. So how how impactful has BNC been and what age, what grade were you in when BNC um, uh, was played a part in, 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 your, in your journey? Like what, were you freshman? Were you... Yeah, so... So, uh, Brothers in Christ um, started in January of 2021. Yeah, January 2021. Okay. Um, Micah Speck uh, had had called me up and was like, hey, man, uh, like, we didn't know each other. We didn't know each other. We just went to school together. And he's like, hey, man, like, uh, uh, I have this group and... Uh, I was wondering if you would want to play worship for it. Uh, I think he saw like Instagram live or just something on my, on my page. And yeah, so that's how kind of that started. Uh, okay. Played, played worship. And I will say like, just from, from then until now, I'm so grateful for just having been able to have the opportunity to lead worship through brothers in Christ, because that is, um, that has definitely grown me in that area of being able to lead worship and, uh, and really just know what the heart of worship is and how to cultivate that in a, in a worship setting. Um, so I'm super grateful, uh, for it because of that, but also just like, um, one thing, one thing that I love about it is that it's just like a way for people to be transparent Okay. Uh, because nobody in the room is going to look at you and, and judge you for, um, for your mistakes because mm. we've all, we've all been there. Right. You know, uh, I was in, I was in Titus, uh, Titus chapter three. And it talks about how like we once were, mm. were, uh, we once were like, like workers of iniquity. And, right. and, uh, we once did that. So it's, you're not in a place where you can like just condemn someone, uh, for that. Um, at the same time that we do like, like, uh, what is it? Righteous, righteous judgment is what, like holding each other accountable. Correct. Um, there is a place for it. Yes, yep. there is a place for that. Um, however, like 
if somebody's like bringing you and trusting you but being transparent and sharing something with you like first you have to like recognize like that was probably hard to share first of all right and uh um showing them that like you love them and telling them that there's grace for that Mm -hmm. and walking with them through that process of going through that and uh that's that's played a huge part uh, just in brothers in christ and being able to have guys that i can literally like 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 call to my brothers you know um because we walk through life together um and we're like we're this close you know that's awesome so uh, i'm super grateful for brothers in christ and i think it's helped me a lot even as an ra that on that uh interpersonal communication mm-hmm. uh level uh i had a the opportunity to share the gospel with this one kid uh last saturday and he came to gcu because he wanted to like like quote 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 for quote i think it was like uh, i want to explore religion and find out about that didn't I think he went to the church until he was five years old and never went again. So he doesn't know the gospel or anything like that. It just tells me that. And I'm like, there's no way. Uh, I just asked this kid to get lunch. And I was like, Lord, it's like, it's up to you. And he tells me that. And I'm like, like, what, bro? Like, so uh, just through those uh, many conversations had at Brothers in Christ, it it didn't... Uh, I wasn't timid in, in talking to him. I was able to listen to him and hear about like what he had been through uh, and just share the gospel with him. I'm so grateful that he his heart was open too. Like he wasn't trying to be like, oh, okay, yeah, uh, this this sounds kind of weird. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm out of here. Like he was he was invested. So wait, let me make sure I got this right, and then we'll we'll land this plane because this is beautiful. This is a beautiful way to land it. Oh yeah. So. Wow. You go out to lunch. Now you ask another student out to lunch. Didn't know where he was at in his faith journey. You then find out somehow in the conversation that he went to church from birth until five hadn't been back in the last 13, 14 years. Y'all are now going to break bread and you get an opportunity to share the gospel. And catch this. If I had never broken my toe in December of 2022, I probably wouldn't have been an RA. It's not a probably. You wouldn't have been. I, right. I, I wouldn't have been. All right. God is so good. Oh, my word. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, Linda. Listen, 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 Linda. <laughs> there is. Mm. When we die to ourselves, it's so much easier. So much easier, okay? Listen to me. Look at me. Look right here. Look right here. (laughs) Oh, man. When we die to ourselves, it's so much easier 
to have a kingdom mindset. It's so much easier to make kingdom connections that lead to kingdom relationships that have kingdom impact. That's how you keep a kingdom. Well, listen, man, lives are being changed. I'm so grateful just to be able to have this opportunity to be able to jump on this pod with you. Um, I feel like we will have to do something again and just kind of talk more because there's been some some ministry moments that happened at um, Hart and Simmons we didn't even jump into at the FCA camp. There's been some ministry moments um, that, that have happened at BNC that I'm aware of that we just really didn't get a chance to uh, unpack. Um, man, I'm just, uh, I'm excited to see what God is going to continue to do in and through your, your life. And so I think it would be fair if we ran this back again and unpack that some more, but listen, it's been, it's been just an absolute honor, um, to connect with you all again. Hey, we back. I know it's been a couple weeks, but, um, I got more guests coming, uh, just to share what God is doing. Cause again, this is a privilege that we get to serve him and to share the good news. And my goal is to make sure that whenever you tune into this, that you are getting an opportunity to hear the good news of Jesus Christ and what he is doing in and through the lives of those that are around me and even maybe even those around you. And so until next time, man, keep a kingdom. Don't forget to die often and die daily. We love you. Talk to you soon. We out. Peace. Mm-hmm.